Hi everyone, it is me, Anita, here to do another episode. This episode is episode two, and today I'm going to be talking about how hard is it to be a Christian? How hard is it? Because I think that people don't talk about how hard it is, and I think that since we don't talk about the severity of it and the discipline and the sacrifice of it and how hard it is, um, it causes us to start, um, it causes us to start compromising our faith. It causes us to start compromising our belief system. It start causing us to comp- uh, to start compromising our morals and our values and what we believe in to sometimes we start wavering we start blending uh the world with with holiness and righteousness and what god has to say about it and um then we go on to this spiral and um you could end up out of control and so far away from god to where you don't even know um like how you got there or You know, you could go back into the world and forget all about God and and just start to become part of the world and lose your whole salvation. And like I said, even if you go there and and you realize, like, how did I get here? It might be hard to return back to holiness and righteousness. But that's why I think that we need to talk about how hard this walk is. This walk is um, sacrificial. You have to really sacrifice who you are. You really have to sacrifice your wants, your your um your desires. You really have to sacrifice regular things and and normal things, some big things, some small things that people in this world don't um that's not a believer have to sacrifice because when you're not a believer, you basically do what you want, right? You, um, whatever your flesh feels like, whatever your flesh is craving, you're able to indulge in that. But when it comes to God, you have now died as Christ has died for you. So now once you accept him as your Lord and Savior, it's like, God, I see Jesus. I see what you've done. I recognize that. I appreciate that. And now um, I'm going to give my life as a sacrifice and I'm going to pick up my cross and I'm going to walk. And now I'm a slave to you. I'm your servant. And whatever you, um, whatever you want of me, it's not about me. It's about you. Use me for your glory. Let me be a vessel for you, Lord. Not my will, but your will. These are all things that's in the word of God. And um, the Bible even talks about how in order to gain life, you have to lose your life. And that means you have to die as an individual. You have to die. As, this is what I want. This is the career I want. This is the type of life I want. And say, God, you know what? What do you want me to do, Lord? What? job do you want me to have what kind of life do you want me to have what do you want my life to consist of and um that's hard you know and it's it's you you will rarely find Christians that surrender on that level 
majority of Christians, we fall right in the middle where we're not fully carnal and fully in the world and we're not sold out like I just explained either. We're kind of like, God, I'm a, I, tr- I do believe your word and I do believe you real. And Father God, I know Jesus is your son and I know he died for my sins and I thank you. And we even repent for our sins and all of that. But if God came to you right now and said, I need you to let everything go and follow me. Because that's what the Bible talks about. You know, when they were trying to follow Jesus, he said, okay, it was an incident where the guy said, okay, I'll follow you, but let me go bury my father. He said, let the be- let the dead bury the dead. It was another instance where it's like, you know what, let me go say bye to my mom. And it was like, you know what, if you're going to put them before me, you're not fit to follow me. What that was basically saying is, are you going to count the cost? Are you going to be willing to give up everything for me so I can use you? How many of us? have done that and if you're seeking God on that level that is extremely hard and I feel like nobody ever talks about that you know we talk about oh if you're having a burden if you if you know if you're burdened down with something God can set you free and you know God loves you and he wants to bring you peace and you know you you are no longer have to be a slave to sin but Jesus died for sin and all of that is true but let's talk about how we're supposed to give up our life to gain life. Let's talk about how when I'm a, when I'm a professing Christian and I live in this life for God, how am I supposed to act around my loved ones? Why am I always tempted to drink every time I go around my loved ones because I used to drink? Why am I tempted to cuss every time I go around my loved ones that's not saved because I used to cuss? Why am I tempted to go to the club because I used to go to the club and and I'm saved? Why am I struggling so much when I'm around my loved ones? It's hard to be set apart and sold out for God. Maybe, and I think what makes it harder is because we're holding on to something and we're not willing to sacrifice. And if we're not willing to sacrifice, then it's definitely going to be hard because to give up something you don't want to give up is hard. It's easy to give up something that you want to give up. But God requires a lot, especially when he wants to use you. He requires you He requires you to be set apart. I remember in my early walk and um, God was really trying to pull me away from everything. Music, everything, and I titty charter back and forth. I will do good some months and do bad some months. And I was like, God, I know this is not a sin, so why do I have to? Why can't I have a glass of wine? Why can't I, you know what I'm saying, listen to this song? And he started showing me the bigger picture. He was showing me, Anita, I want to use you. And the way I'm using you, people are going to watch you. I need you to be example. I need you to be the light. And, um, I need you to be able to sacrifice. I need you to surrender all to me. You said you wanted to follow me. I need you to surrender all to me. I know you want that glass of wine, but it ain't about you. It's about my will for your life. I know you want to go here with your friends, but I think it's inappropriate and you can be exposed to things you don't want to be exposed. Your spirit can be exposed. I don't want you to go there. And it's like 
really, if I, what the Bible talks about is giving our life to God, it's like, hear God, have my life and do what you please. So it ain't even about me anyway, no more. It ain't about what I want. God knows exactly what I need and what I want. He see my life from the beginning to end already. So now it's up to me to say, Father God, I want to follow you. Here's my life. I trust you. Whatever your will is, show it to me and lead me as I walk with you. But see, we don't, that's hard, right? That's hard. And so a lot of us don't make it that far. You know what I'm saying? Even, but it's rewarding. And I'm going to tell you why it's rewarding. I suggest, I no, I encourage people to seek after this righteousness and holiness and set apart lifestyle that I'm talking about because as I move towards it, it's very rewarding. And I'm going to tell you why. I seen some friends yesterday. And these are my high school friends, you know. These are my childhood friends. We don't see each other a lot, but when we do, the love is there because I grew up with these people. And when people see me, they bring up God. These people know me. They know I wasn't always saved, but they see the change in me. And they bring up God. When they when they slip and say cuss words, they say, oh, Nita, I'm sorry. You know, they, they really know how they really treat treat me with a higher respect because of the commitment I made to serve my life to please God and they respect that and so when when I come around they respect me as a believer and that I feel like is a way for God God when I when when things like that happen it's like God highlights it to let me know you see and people are watching me and they know I'm going to bring up God. They're okay with it. They know who I am. And I'm supposed to be that voice. I'm supposed to be. I have friends that call me because they know I'm going to give them a word. And they know I'm going to come straight forward with the word of God. And, I'm, and they're going to get off the phone thinking about that. They know that I'm not coming from a judgmental standpoint. And at first, I wasn't like this. I will be really um, cautious of what I said. I will didn't say anything at all. I will go around my worldly friends and see them drinking and having fun and be tempted to drink and sometimes have a drink. And then I will feel um, I will feel all um, convicted. And then the enemy will bring condemnation on me. And it will be this whole cycle that I went through for years. And you can't run from God. If you if you have made a commitment to God, he didn't force you. So if you made a commitment to serve God, then you would think, I think that we didn't know the severity of the commitment. And that's why we're failing in the commitment. And we feel like our whole life is like, oh my gosh, I can't do nothing. Oh, this Christian life is boring. It's really not boring if we truly surrender ourselves the way that God wants us to. Because all those, all the people we see and the people we're around. And when I come in contact with my childhood friends, I'm able to give them something. And it it's always ends like, oh, need I just love you. And it's the, the, yeah, I'm pretty sure they love me as a person because they know me, but it's the God in me too that they see and that they love and that they admire, you know? So I, I say that to encourage someone today, this walk is definitely the, the closer you try to get with God and the more you surrender, it start getting heavy. You start thinking second guessing like, oh man, do I, but we have made a commitment to the King. He is faithful 
and he is going to bring that fruit He's going to multiply that fruit. Everything we surrender to God, he's going to give it back, double it, and triple it. And I'm not talking about finance and money. I'm talking about of ourself, of our time, of our wants, of our needs, of our desires, of our, uh, just of our, us is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about us, our hearts, our mind, our spirit, our soul, our bodies. He's going to make it so rewarding. And he don't even have to make it rewarding. The fact that we can spend eternal life with him should be enough of a reward. But he goes above and beyond so that we can be blessed on this earth. And for that reason, I will forever serve him because he's worthy of being served. He's worthy of all the praise and all the honor. And I just want to encourage you that I know this is not a topic we talk about all the time. But I feel you, sis. I feel you. It's hard brother it's hard but don't give up because we never know the people we touch the life we change the 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 um who eyes we open who ears is is now able to hear because of something we said we never know but God does and that's why he calls us to be holy and set apart and when times get hard and you feel like you want to waver or you feel like you want to go you you want you feel like your friends is having fun and you want to feel a part of remember that you have something your friends don't have and in order for them to get what you have they have to see what you have and the only way they can see it is if you shine that light you know the bible talks about how we are the light and we are and you know i god he says so many things about us that i think that we just disregard but he says that we are the salt of the earth you know and and that means that we are the flavor we are uh, it's a lot of people walking around here dry you know what I'm saying? Just dry. You know, it's like, who that turkey is dry. I need a little bit of salt. Oh, that's, you know, and we, we have, we have what the people need. Salt, everybody need a little bit. I mean, all food need a little bit of salt. You know what I'm saying? All food need a little bit of salt. And we are what the world needs, you know? So I just hope that you guys be blessed from that. I hope you guys are encouraged, you know? And, um... Yeah, just know that we are the light and we have a power that we don't even know. All we have to do is continue to be obedient to God and to be willing to do his will. And he will show himself to us. He will do that. You know, he will show himself to us. You know, the Bible says in John 8, 12, again, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And that's what God is trying to do. The more he make us holy and righteous, the more our light shine. And it's everybody's not going to accept it. But those who God called will. That's why people see you and, and they and they, they even see your strength. They see like, dang, Nita, you really stopped doing that? Yeah, stop. What made you stop? God made me stop, you know? And they look like, wow, you know? And they can really see the change. And that's why it's important to us 
to continue, you know, first John one five says, this is the message we have heard from him and proclaim to you that God is the light and he and in him, there is no darkness at all. So we can't hold on to these things, guys. I know it's hard to let go, but ask God to give you strength because we can't hold on to these things. We cannot hold on to this world. And that's why it's like I hear Christians say, you don't got to you don't got to get that up. God is not worried about that. God is not. But the Bible is clear. We are going to have to give up some things. We're going to have to give up some things. And. Are you willing? Are you willing? Because like I said, John, 1 John 1, 5 says, this is the message we have heard from him and proclaim to you that God is light and in him there is no darkness. So we got to really look at everything. And if it ain't of holy and righteousness, I'm sorry, guys, it might be some other stuff, you know, and that's okay. Even John 9, 5 says, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. And let your light shine. Let God use you to be the light. Let that be your testimony that as long as I'm in the world, I am the light of the world. That's my, that I'm going to proclaim that. That God, as I'm in this world, let me be a light in this world. Where all darkness is, God, let me be a light. And I want to be the light. So use me so I can be the light. And if you want to be used by God, you have to be willing to surrender all. And it's hard, but it's so worth it. So be encouraged. Don't stop. Keep moving. Shine your light. Shine hard. And people will see. People will appreciate. People will respect and honor. And some won't. But those that don't are the ones that's perishing. Those that do is the one that God sent you to bring out into the light just like you are. We were once in the dark. Now we're in the light. And it's not just for us to be in the light, but for us to bring others. So when it gets hard, remember, it's not just about you, but you have souls attached to you. And you want to win all those souls. And before I let you go, I want to say this one thing. I never forget a friend of mine, her husband said, it was this older couple. They were like my mentor. I loved them dearly. I still do. And um, I remember I was talking to her about something I can't remember. And he started crying. And I said, what's going on? You know? And he said, I'm, ha- I'm having, he was, he was crying. And then he said, I just had a vision. And I said, oh, and he said, and he was crying. He couldn't even really get it out. He said, Anita, I seen you in heaven. And in heaven, people were waving to you. They knew you on earth and you helped them. You you shared the word with them. You told them something that made them want to choose Jesus, made them want to choose God. And now they're in heaven and they're seeing you again and they're waving at you. And I just started crying because I was like, wow. And I can truly see because I know my heart for the lost. I was once lost. And I, I think about that, that it is going to be people in heaven that saying, hey, Nita. And they're going to remember when I witnessed to them on earth and I loved on them and I didn't judge them, but I was transparent. I let them know since I've been through that, I did that. You need to come up out of that. God will help you. I know you feel weak. I've been the light. And I fall short every day, but I ask God to wash me clean. Help me to get back up. Dust off my light. Wipe it down of a little fogginess. And get me back out there to shine. So you guys do the same. Be blessed and have a good one. Until next time.